This is the Non-Microwave Truth brought to you by Time of Grace and I am C.L. Whiteside. I want to give a quick shout out to Anders Learman and his pops. Saw him this weekend, said what's up to me, let me know. They check out the podcast, I appreciate you too a lot. And Anders, make your living in the paint. I saw you knock down a three though, you can stretch him out some too. Go ahead and shoot a big fella. Now, on this episode today, we are going to talk a lot about music. And I've been having this conversation with a lot of my little homies, my, my students, about different types of music and who's good and who's not. And I know a lot of people have access to making music now, making songs, rapping a little bit. And my challenge is see if you can rap, see if you can make a song without cussing and talking crazy and actually glorifying God with it. And I know a couple of them joke around that a rapper dissed me on a track and called me Cornball. And this first world problem today, I'm going to take this segment just to, to rap a little bit myself and show you that it's that easy. Well, it's not really that easy, but you got to have skills. You got to have that fire. And I, and I really had that fire. The fire being the spirit. And I'm going to showcase that today. And how do most rappers start off? Yo, son, I'm about to show you how nice I am on the beat, man. Hey, turn me up in the headphones, son. Turn me up in the headphones. I've been trying to tell y'all I can spit. Just give me a beat. I'm going to give y'all a familiar beat. You're going to have to know the Bible a little bit. I'm going to give you biblical bars. You should know this beat. The champ is here. Yeah, here we go. It's the man. It's the champ. It's the one with the truth. Now microwave, but hotter than Bo's roof. Ooh, you heard it. Different type of setting. I still do what I do. Could have been a rapper. But I don't want to do what they do. I don't want to shoot at that hoop. Three nines from Genesis will always be coming for me. I don't know what the old me would think, but thank God he's changed me. His grace and his mercy has made me so I can get on the track and tell you he saved me. Hoo-hoo, I tried to tell y'all. I tried to tell y'all somebody going to sign me. And if you didn't catch the 3-9 reference, I'm talking about Genesis chapter 39. I'm talking about having to flee from temptation like Joseph did with Potiphar's wife because she likes what she sees. Hallelujah. And another reason I said three nines is because Nine is a number that's still pretty high. It's still a number that's going to be very appealing to the eye and, and seem good. But it's not a complete whole number like 10. And the only way we can be complete is through Christ. Something inside, not something outside. And three was just to represent multiple women. And our first world problem question day is, can I spit? And you can be honest with me. You won't hurt my feelings like CL. That was trash. Stick to your day, day job. I won't be mad at you. But let me know what you think on Instagram or Twitter. Champion Life 23. And definitely feel free to share with me on Instagram or Twitter. If you come up with some music, some biblical bars yourself, you can definitely share that with me. And this is our first world problem. It is dinner time. The title of our episode today is Cool or Just Corny? And if someone asks you about Christian music, because that's what we're talking about today, Christian or contemporary music, gospel music, whatever you want to call it, would you be like, yeah, that's real cool? Or would you be like, nah, that's just corny? Now, I asked about 20 different people. I said, hey, give me your top three music artists. And I made sure that I said music artists because I didn't want to try to persuade them to come up with a rapper or feel like they had to come up with a singer. And I asked, this is probably about half and half of Generation Z and millennials. And in the top three, the number one person that most people said they liked probably was Drake. Then I had some people that said Lil Dirk, Lil Baby, um, a couple NBA young boys, Ride Waves, Rio. Had some people say they love J. Cole. He's in the top three. Even had some people with some country music, Luke Combs and Morgan Wallen, to 
Erica Badu, that's some classic stuff right there, to Selena Gomez or Ariana Grande or Ella May. Now, I had one person, one person, when I asked them the top three, they was like, gospel music. They didn't give me a top three, they just said gospel music. And what's even more unique about the, the group of people that I asked, I think all of them are Christians. And some of them, they didn't even know why I was asking the questions, but some of them even admitted, like, I don't listen to some of the people that I used to before because they mess with my mind. They they give me a negative mindset. And I've said this before because I'm definitely guilty of this, that music can put you in a mood. And there are, without a doubt, so many low-key messages, messages that, like, they really want to brainwash you in some form or fashion, messages that are full of half-truths messages that make you look at people differently. You're definitely not looking at the person as a child of God. You might be looking at them as an enemy. You might be looking at them as an object. You might be looking at them as a person you can't stand anymore. You might be even looking at them as an idol. But I, this is something I know that I've said before, that faith comes from hearing the message. And the same is true with almost any message. And music is not off the hook with this too. Music definitely has the same philosophy. Because music is without a doubt giving us a message. Ecclesiastes 7 verse 5 tells us, It is better for a man to hear the rebuke of the wise than to hear the song of fools. That's good. That's good stuff right there. Now, just think about some common messages that we hear in music. Like, think about Drake, the song motto. You only live once. That's the motto. YOLO. We really don't live once. Or messages that we hear and we live and we swear by it like it's the Ten Commandments. YOLO, cream, cash rules, everything around me, thug life. Your ex is horrible, so say F them. And you know, my older people, you aren't off the hook either. Think about the song Don't Stop Me Now by Queen. That song is talking about you need to focus on yourself and you definitely need to forget about everything that will keep you grounded. This song is about having a wild night. It's about having a good time in every way you can think of possible. And it invites the rest of the people to come along and have a good time. So maybe this is a little more hidden back in the day than compared to now. But no generation is off the hook when it comes to music. All of us have some crazy stuff that we listen to and the messages that we were receiving. And just continue and think about the messages that we have in today. You got an angry and a bad breakup? Listen to ABCDFU. I'm not saying really listen to it, but I'm just giving you an example. Or Wait For You By Future, you got a bad breakup. How many songs talk about sex? First Class with Jack Harlow. Or Chris Brown and LMA. Sex Memories. They got a song called Sex Memories. Or you got to go back a little farther with Usher Nice and Slow. And at first I was like, maybe Usher Nice and Slow isn't that bad. But then I started listening to it again because I like that song. And it's like, oh, they not married. Yeah, okay. It's not the, this is not the best message to be sending to people. But hey, baby, we still can take it nice and slow. It better be with your wife, though, or your husband. But then you definitely have those secular songs that's like, is this really a bad song? Like, would you consider this a sin? Like, is the song Fingers Crossed? Is that bad? Like, she's talking about hating her ex and getting over him. But it's one of those messages like, man, do you, do you really need that? Is that the type of message that's going to help you get in a, a good space? Because some of y'all are really, y'all hurt, hurt. Y'all need to get over it. Or Text Go Green by Drake. It has a line in there that says something like, I know you like it rough. That definitely sounds sexual, but I don't think it's any cussing in that song. Like, is that a bad song? It's not something that I would promote. 
or be like, I want my kids listening to this. And there are some secular songs, some songs that don't mention God at all, that don't have a bad message and they're okay. They're, they're smooth, but it's not a lot of them. Don't you know there ain't no mountain high enough, ain't no valley low enough, ain't no river wide enough to keep me from getting to you, baby? Think about that. Like, that's not a bad song. In a way, that's kind of talking about Jesus type of love. It just doesn't mention Jesus. Now, there are so many songs that the message promotes love in this world, though, and living by the flesh. But what we have to remember, and I'm not saying it did that with the last song at all, but what we have to remember in a lot of these songs is you don't want to live by the flesh and make this place our home. First Peter three, verse 10 tells us for whoever would love life and see good days must keep their tongue from evil and their lips from deceitful speech. And music has a ton of half truths and hidden agendas. And on this episode of Cooler Just Corny, I'm going to give you some reasons why people did not have Christian gospel music in their top three. Number one, music play in a party setting. Like imagine drinking and taking a shot to a song talking about Jesus. (laughs) Like that's that's backwards or somebody twerking, shaking that thing to a song talking about God's grace. Shake that thing for the Lord. Ooh-wee, that, that's bad. Don't do that. Meek Mill kind of did this, though. Amen? The second reason that people did not have or we don't have Christian music in our top three is a lot of times we feel like Christian music, it's a force, especially like Christian rap. We, we look at them and we're like, man, they trying too hard or it's just corny. Another reason is that I feel like Christian music, it almost doesn't get the same beats or I'm, I don't want to say they're not as talented, but I do want to say that, you know, people that call themselves Christian music artists with the intent of making Christian music is so much smaller. The pool is so much smaller compared to the rest. And people are a lot harder on it, too. Like if you hear one bad Christian music artist, you're like, oh, they all suck. You hear one bad rapper or one bad singer, you're like, oh, they suck. And you go find a new one. And then we just got to be real and look at some facts, though. Christian music is not pushed. It's not promoted the same. Like sin sells more than God's grace. By the way, this is a reminder. God's grace is free. Like Kanye said this back in the day. He said, if I talk about God, my record won't get played. It takes more work to find good Christian music. And another reason that we might not want to admit or we possibly just don't even think about it is that we like the mixed messages that we get in our everyday normal music. We like hearing about sin. We like hearing about struggle. Like I've heard so many people saying, man, I I like hearing about the struggle. Or, you know, he talks about real stuff in his music. He does actually talk about God in his songs. But then the example will be like they have a a song and in the song they'll be like so high up in the clouds I was swimming. I'm probably going to drown when I'm in it. And then later in the same song, they'll mention God and be like, lately I've been praying, God, I wonder, can you hear me? Can he hear you? Of course he can hear you. And you know what? He can see you too. And he probably like, you need to read my word and stop trying to swim in a pool you shouldn't be in and put the weed down, man. And this is so complex and scary. And I definitely don't want to be judgmental. But at the same time, I have to point out the fact that just because someone mentions God or acknowledges there is a God, that does not make their message the gospel or make their message the absolute truth. 
In fact, those are the type of messages that I talk about, like the half truth, because they're giving you some absolute truth about can God hear my prayers. But then they're also talking about some stuff that's going to send you off. Second Peter, the last part of the first verse says they will secretly introduce destructive heresies, even denying the sovereign Lord who bought them, bringing swift destruction to themselves. Like that's some scary stuff to deal with. James 2 chapter 19 tells us you believe that there is one God good. Even the demons believe that and shudder. So just because God gets brought up doesn't make it gospel, doesn't make it truth. And those might be the messages that we need to be the most careful about because we're taking them at times as though God is speaking to us. And the main way God speaks to us is through the Bible. Now, on this episode of Cool or Just Corny, I'm going to give you some people that I like to listen to. And I'm not saying it like they're the best in the entire world. And I know sometimes that you might be able to nitpick and find a message that wasn't exactly perfect. But the people that I like to listen to, Christian Gospel, Maverick City. I like Maverick City a lot. Walk down the aisle, leaving the wedding, didn't we, babe? You remember that? I like Lauren Daigle. That's good for the soul and a good message. Toby Mac might be another one you want to check out. Torrin Wells, definitely listen to him. Listen to the song, No, It's Too Smooth, or listen to the song, Has to Be God. Of course, Kurt Franklin. Kurt Franklin stays finding some musical beasts. So that was like my R&B pop of Christian music list right there. But now I want to talk about like my, my rap list of Christian music, of gospel music, gospel rap, I should say. Now, Kanye West, is, is that gospel music to you? And I'm talking about his CD, Donda. And I was reading something and it talked about like, you know, he uses a lot of Christian language. He talks about grace. He talks about mercy. He definitely mentions Jesus. And he definitely has themes of like forgiveness and judgment and you need to love. But somebody was pointing out something I was reading, pointed out like, you know, a gospel album that should lead people to Jesus. And I can't say that Donda did or didn't. In that way, I don't know if it necessarily focused on that or, or what. And they kind of said he talked about himself too much, but I, I don't know. And that's one of those things I'm not going to give a hard yes or no. on. I'm going to just say I like Donda. Chance the Rapper is another one who will make a gospel song every once in a while. And I like to listen to, to him, some of the stuff he makes. Now, the ones, the rappers that I'm about to mention now, they are way more like biblical. They it seems like they have a better understanding in the grasp of the Bible and the messages that they put in their songs or promoting their songs have a biblical foundation and are coming from the word. The first one being Lecrae, like he's one of those where I listen to him like, oh, yeah, he's OK. But then I'm like, man, when I really listen to some of his stuff, I'm like, dude, is cold. Like he really can spit. And it appears that he has a very good grasp of the Bible, but not only the Bible, but he has a very good grasp of people's experiences that are that are real it's not fabricated it's not phony it's like this is real so you people talk about i want to hear about the struggle and stuff he can talk about that but put the biblical perspective on it that that we need listen to nothing left to hide or sunday morning or saturday night and you will definitely understand what i'm talking about another dude that my brother put me on his name is zonti He's another one that seems to definitely have the musical talent, but then he also has the biblical foundation. Another one of my homies told me about a dude named Bizzle. I still have to check him out, but I believe my source. I believe my source when he says that he's good. He's solid. So that might be another one you want to check out. 
a dude that I just discovered in the last couple of weeks because of researching for this podcast is 1K Few. Makes good music, good beats. It's that up-tempo swag, that up-tempo vibe that a lot of us like. Him and Lecrae came out with a CD within the last year called No Church in a While. Listen to the song by Lecrae and 1K Few called Move. It's one of those songs that that easily could be on TikTok with people making dance videos everywhere. Like, do y'all get annoyed by that? People that just set their phones up and then they just start dancing. It's like, what are they doing? Oh, they got their phone right there. They're making a TikTok video. Like, go sit down somewhere. Love But I think it's one of those songs you can definitely play in the car and want to move to. Another dude, Hovey. I love dude's beats. Like, he, the last few people that I named, they definitely get rid of that myth of, Oh, gospel music, Christian music always has to have trash beats. This dude, Hovey, he has classics. Stupid smooth flow. If you listen to the song, Crack the Tomb or Can't Tell It All, you will definitely understand what I'm talking about. And I just thought about this. I think the last three rappers that I named, all of them are from Atlanta. So yeah, shout out to Atlanta. I need the Midwest and the East Coast and the West Coast to step it up. Now, a question I have for you though. How often do we discredit the message because of the messenger? And what I mean by that is, let's say one of these rappers is making a gospel CD. And you heard that in the process of him making the gospel CD, he had a woman twerking booty butt naked. That's definitely red flags for sure. But would you actually take the word, that message that he he portrayed or put in his music. And would you compare that to the word of God? Or would you be like, man, I can't even listen to that because of the simple fact that I think that he did this or he did that. And I'm definitely not mad at you if you're like, yes, I could not listen to that artist anymore. But there are definitely some artists that people listen to that we give passes, abusing women, cheating, raping, talking crazy. I just love me some I can't stop listening to them. I, I love them, supporting them, going to their concerts. But that's that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. And I'm not judging you. I'm just saying that's very interesting how we can compartmentalize and separate people's music and their life all the time. But we don't necessarily do that in the same case with things like Christian music. But I get it. But I get it. You should be very cautious who you listen to from a Christian standpoint, or from your everyday secular music standpoint too, as well. That's all I'm trying to say. Now, if you know someone in music, send them this episode. If you rap, you sing, you make beats, my challenge to you, my challenge to you is to make some godly music. Like, see if you can cut out all the cussing, all the derogatory terms. And when I say you're into music, I'm not even talking about necessarily like you feel like you want to make it and be famous one day. I know a lot of people have access to making music and just playing around with it. It's, it's something fun to do for a lot of people. My challenge to you is to see if you can make a song like that or people that make beats, save them for some gospel folks and make some dancing songs without the twerking, you know, because TikTok is a thing, like I said. And if you like to sing or you like to dance, like I said, with the TikTok videos. Could you use a song that's a Christian song versus a song talking about killing, shooting, or twerking? And music artists are used to challenges all the time. Like, people would challenge music artists all the time. Like, hey, make something that'll have the girls twerking. Or make something that lets them know about a bad breakup. They need to feel your hurt. They need to feel your pain. 
but it, it seems like they never get challenged in this way of making something godly or at least not nearly as much as the other stuff. And it's just made me think I, I miss hearing a member of my church. She left. Her name was Alyssa. That that girl could sing. And when I say sing, I mean S-A-N-G, not S-I-N-G. And when I say leave, she didn't like leave the church altogether. She just had to go to a different church because she moved. But some of you might be wondering, like, man, what's the even the point? Like, why should I do this? And, and a reminder from Ephesians 5 verse 4 tells us obscene stories, foolish talk and coarse jokes. These are not for you. Instead, let there be thankfulness to God. And that should be the primary focus with music or Psalm 34 verse 13. Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from telling lies. And I know this has to be extremely tough and conflicting for those who know God's word but they want to make it in the music world. They want to make it in the music world as a singer, as a rapper, pop music, rap music, country music, because they might mention God in all their songs and they feel like they are always keeping God at the center. But something that I want to remind music artists, and this is going to be a little bit out of context, but there definitely is some truth to it, is that music artists are teachers. Music artists are giving a message. Music artists are promoting a message all the time. And James chapter three, verse one tells us not many of you should become teachers, my fellow believers, because you know that we who teach will be judged more strictly. And that might be a bit of a stretch, but I do think that music artists definitely have major influence. They do some form of teaching. And if you know better, like I always say, that's our cue to do better then. Now, in this episode of Cool or Just Corny, when we're looking at Christian music, what does the Bible actually say about music? Because I know there was definitely a time when people would be like, music is the devil. And there is no way in the world that we can have school dances because we are promoting the devil then. But I think that's changed. And, and what does the Bible really say? The Bible looks at music as a good thing. Of course, it's like like anything that's good, though. It can be ruined or used for bad purposes. But looking at 1 Samuel chapter 16, it talks about David. It talks about David being a musical beast and able to play the saw, play the saw, play the lyre for saw to help soothe his soul. Later on in chapter 18, verse 7, it says, As they dance, they sang, Saul has slain his thousands and David his tens of thousands. Did you hear that? Dance. So dancing doesn't necessarily have to be a sin. And then I just throw another one at you real quick. Psalm 33, it talks about singing and praising the Lord, play the harp. So these are things that are definitely talking about vocals and music. So is there a chance that Jesus will be making TikTok videos today? Yeah, there's there's definitely a chance he he would be dancing and listening to music and and using it to have a good time. Now, we briefly touched on songs about like sex and love. And man, there are so many songs in today's world about sex and love. And this might be one of the most lacking, toughest areas for Christian music. But when I look at Songs of Solomon, chapter seven, it talks about love and it's talking really kind of freaky and sexual. But it's all in the parameters of marriage. It's not talking about it's seven o'clock on the dot. I'm in my drop top cruising the streets and I'm about to come over there and take you down. And when I get there, the neighbor's going to know my name because you're going to be saying it when we having sex. No, it's talking about inside of marriage. So the Bible looks at music as good and especially good 
when it glorifies God, when it points us towards Jesus, when it helps us remember to praise him and worship him. And in conclusion today, I'm going to give you three points to think about with Christian music in mind. First one is give it a chance, like play it in the car or when you're working out and you got to give it a few spins. We'll give so many other songs second and third chances. Like how many times have you said, like, yeah, the first time I listened to it, I didn't like it. But, you know, I listened to it a few more times and it grew on me like it's, it's actually a good song. That's the same thing with Christian music. My second point is if the music doesn't match your activities, then you got to think about changing your activities. And what I mean by this is if you don't want to listen to a particular song, a Christian song, because I'm getting drunk or I'm getting high, or I don't want to listen to this when I'm trying to set the mood and get in her pants, and you're not married, or you want to be mad at the dude who dumped you, maybe, just maybe, your sinful flesh is at war with the messages in those songs. And my third and last point on this episode of Cool or Just Corny is this. We got to be intentional about what we're listening to. And we got to realize the importance of listening to Christian music and also the importance of creating Christian music because it's a fact. Garbage in equals garbage out. And especially for those who listen to hours of music each and every day, we want to invite Jesus to jam out to something that worships him as our God, worships him as our savior and gets us closer to him. Not something that creates a wall or gives us a false narrative or keeps giving us the wrong half truths and half messages. And if you make music, like I said before, make music for God, make music to praise him. And this is the non-microwave truth. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Cool or Just Corny. And don't forget to let me know what you thought about my little rap at the beginning. And if you make music and you take me up on my challenge, I definitely want to hear from you. It's that time now. Peace punch, Captain Crunch. Say no to drugs and yes to Jesus. I am out.